Shit Dad Podcast. Celebrating the mistakes that all parents make. You're listening to the Shit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day. Welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast, where we normalise all those parenting mistakes and breaks while talking all things fatherhood. I'm Nick, married father of a three, five and a seven-year-old, and this week I got the dad bod out at the beach and rocked it hard. Or soft, however you look at it. <laughs> Probably soft. <laughs> Super soft. You got the budgie smugglers? No, I'm not that brave. Uh, no, I'm, I'm definitely not that brave. I just went the, um, what are they, squash. Nice. Yeah, yep, yeah. With a SK. Yep. It's legit. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. I got a pair of budgies at home, but once again, I think it's going to be a bit of work until I'm ready to get in them. Wasn't, that was your goal, wasn't it, mm. for the yeah, fit stop? Yeah, I finally got yeah. them now. So, yep, sweet. you know, I was going to hang them up on the wall or something as yes. motivation. Yep, good. Uh, good day, everyone. I'm Cam, father to a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm such a cool dad that I completely skipped TikTok and I've gone straight to be real. What? Be real. Have you not What's, heard, mate? <laughs> I guess I'm lame, Dad. Be real is the latest uh, social media um, thing. <laughs> is it <laughs> like the Facebook? Uh, essentially, you you get uh, throughout the day, it'll be a random time and it pings you and then you basically take a photo and it's in front of you and like on both sides of the camera. Oh, you're doing something so, awesome too. Yeah, yesterday pinged. I was with the doggo, mowing the lawn, sun going down on me. And most of the other ones that I've done have been been me sitting on the couch at home. <laughs> <laughs> you got one of those manly yeah. ones in. That's the main thing. But it's cool because you can see if you can see a few here. Obviously, our listeners can't see, but you get people you know at the beach or at weddings and doing a bunch of different stuff. Sickness. So, be yeah. real. Yeah. So if you're not on be real, it's probably a better one for dads until until you've done five or six of them and you realise, like I said, all I do is sit on the <laughs> sit couch. On the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, gonna, that, that's probably good motivation to get out in the yard and yeah. get out in the garage and do some manly stuff I and that so. stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is episode 56, uh, which is crazy to say. We've, you know, well into the 50s now. Uh, we're here without Dave tonight. He, he's um, he's uh, got uh, prior engagements. Uh, but we're going to take it back to basics with just Red and Cam. Love it, yep. It's the, um, what do they call it, the OGs? Yes, the OG potty boys. The OG, the shit dads. <laughs> Uh, what did you and the kids get up to this week, mate? Um, we actually spent the yard, uh, the the week fixing up the backyard. So got rid of the old sand sand pit that they never played with. It was all literally just wet sand at the bottom. That like you know the just how they like dig sand out onto all the grass, and then yeah. just, there's just that shit little bit at the bottom with dirt and pegs and yeah. cars and shit buried in it. Yep. So got rid of that. Made a um, like a, a garden patch. So we're gonna turf it but we've just put pot plants mm. on it and we've got a little veggie patch going. Um, I created a little space. It was pretty manly, actually. I'm, I'm real proud of myself. I saw on the socials, getting into it. Yep, so I'll, um, I'll put the, the end result up on the socials yeah. um, of my weekly manliness. But um, I made a little space for our Vooly trampoline, great people of Vooly trampolines, but um, I made a little space for our trampoline. It's like a little softball bark area because all of our kids are real unco and I figured <laughs> they fall out. if they're going to fall out, at least they're falling on something soft. So that's, that's how we... Smart. Yeah, you can well, buy that stuff from Bunnings or... Um, great people, obviously, as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we did do a little spend at Bunnings, which was good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I just got on the tools. Nice. Yeah, it was completely random. Like, I just got home from a night shift and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to get manly. There you go. Um, we also got to the beach today. As I said before, I got the rig out and just owned it. And, um, yeah, I just felt the love handles just flopping in the wind and it was just a really good experience all Get around. The sunscreen on. Yeah, yeah. Had, the, had heaps of sunscreen, <laughs> just caked it on. And um, I've got sunscreen on now. Like it's um, you can't go out in the moonshine without <laughs> uh, But, yeah, no, it was good. Had the kids at the beach that, and they're at the age five and seven now. The boys where they just go in the surf and love it. They go like... I only go to like waist mm. deep, but yeah, they had an absolute blast. They were shore dumpers, so they're getting smashed. Um, little Miss wasn't too too happy with that, but uh, yeah. That must be good to be able to go to the beach and actually enjoy it and not feel like you're constantly trying to stop something from dying. I tell you what, it's probably the most relaxed I've been in public <laughs> since having kids. Yeah, right. It was awesome. It was, yeah, yeah and they, they actually listened, and yeah, it was just a good experience all around. Nice. Bravo. Well, uh, we went to a wedding on the weekend, which was um, lots of fun because because it was a kid-friendly wedding. Oh wow, um, that's rare. Yeah, it is rare. It is rare. And normally, when you when they do allow kids, most of the time we go, "Fuck no!" Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not having them. that. No, 
Um, and understandably, you know, yeah. they spent half, more than half the night just chasing the kids around trying yeah. to stop them going on the road. Um, <laughs> but it was very well done. Uh, they knew that there were going to be quite a lot of the kids. I reckon it was pretty 50-50 kids and adults. Wow. So there was a lot. Um, they booked it at a big hall. There was a playground outside, yeah. big grassy area. And they even had wedding-themed um, colouring in books and pencils oh, for wow. every single kid. So they you, definitely catered for the kids. You did it too, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good at colouring in. <laughs> did they have juice on the bar tab? Um, no, no. It was uh, just mostly the crownies. Crownies, mm. the fancy beers. Mm. So getting right into it. No, but it was very good. So if anyone's planning a, a, a wedding with children... Um, make sure you give them something to do. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, definitely. Yeah, but I tell you what, I'm loving uh, all this uh, warm weather and the rain we've been getting because, like I just showed you, mine the lawn on the weekend. Yeah, gives loving you something it. to do on the weekend. Oh, absolutely <laughs> loving it. Good, I, good excuses to be out in the yard for over an hour. Oh, sorry, you got to yeah, do the front. I've got to do the lawn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got to do the front as yeah. well. Oh, mate, old mate next door asked if I could do his front. I better do it. Better just, do the edging. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit out of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I can honestly say that i mowed my lawn for the first time in four months <laughs> last week so yeah feeling good about myself and you admired it at the end right? obviously yeah. yeah of course um now do you want to go through a couple of dad jokes obviously go for it i'll go first okay um i went for a run this afternoon i ran head on into a communication tower my head's been ringing for hours <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, listeners. Yeah. Uh, I made that one up myself, so it was really bad. Uh, a friend once told me, when one door closes, another one opens. Great guy, but terrible cab- cabinet maker. <laughs> I'll pay that. I like it. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Um, we have some listener messages this week. Um, I want to – we got an absolute belter on the shit dad shell on. Oh, yep. Um from the milk from the west milky milky's back. back into it really excited to share him um we've just had some technical dif- difficulties with our facebook live so we're going to ditch it um so i'll play milky's thing while nick's um setting up i think it's uh also something that's worth noting and get excited about we've now reached a great milestone with the podcast we've got 700 dads who follow us um Every single week, so Get you know, out. I mean, obviously, more will listen to us, but we've got seven, obviously, who, yeah, seven hundred who actively choose to follow and and download the podcasts every single week. So, shout out to our our dads across across the globe. Oh, that's outstanding. I'm cheering about that. Doesn't get much better at all. Now, I've got some some news from the milk. <laughs> Dad, podcast got a story for you, right? It's Milky the White Wizard, the white worst wizard? dad in the West. Now, known. <laughs> anyway, uh, Monday, uh, one of the kids is sick, so I was home just with him. I thought, beauty, it's fucking Monday. Yes, it's normally a bit of American football on. Big fan of the American football. So I'm sitting there watching that with him. He's got the headphones on, watching a bit of iPad while I work, slash pretend to work on the computer, watching the American football. Anyway, in... Uh, American football, they call the uh, the refs the zebras. And I'm sitting there watching, and he makes a bad call. I go, "Fucking zebras, fuck me up, fuck." <laughs> and my son kind of looked at me, and I, I thought, oh, "He hasn't heard. He's got the headphones in." Anyway, today the uh, the missus is watching National Geographic. And the zebras are on there. My son, and if you don't know where this is going, you got something wrong with that. <laughs> son goes up and he sees the lion chasing the zebra and he goes fucking zebras <laughs> fucking getting away <laughs> I couldn't help but fucking laugh get that up ya <laughs> have a good one boys shit dads all the way wow milky yeah the milk does it again the white wizard the worst dad in the west absolutely outstanding <laughs> That's I love it every time he's getting more and more nicknames. Yeah, well. definitely. He's just going to roll off the tongue about six nicknames after the sixth call. That's that's the cornerstone of – sorry, what do they call it? Like the pinnacle. That's the yeah, pinnacle yeah. of shit daddery right there mm-hmm. from the milk. Appreciate that, milk. And using the uh, shit dad share line. Yes. 07 30 40 95 obviously. Um, we also had one – so we've got a, a talking point 
for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking from year one or the first year to the terrible twos. Um, and I put the, the message out to the faithful dads. And one of them didn't have a terrible two story, but he said um, he had a shit dadish moment. And he goes, I remember the terrible six because my six-year-old tried to play my iPhone with his penis. <laughs> it worked, by the way. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, how good. I guess it would work, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there you uh, go. He went to great lengths to make it oh. work. Oh, I was trying to think of a pun. Yeah. Willie. <laughs> Willie what? That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Shout out? Dad. Dad's Corner. Dad. All right, let's do a bit of Dad's Corner. Yeah. Welcome to Dad's Corner, where we give a shout out to worthy causes and support services for men and dads all over the world. If you know a group that has helped you or is a great cause, let us know on Instagram, at shitdadpod. Check out Australian Dads Network on Facebook. Liam and his team have created an unrivaled network of dads who stand as a beacon of support for those men in a dark place or hype guys for those blokes who have achieved even the smallest win in their fatherhood journey. Check them out at Australian Dads Network on Facebook. If you're a tradie, wrap your lugs around our chat with Shannon from Trademunt in episode 53 and get involved to help the amazing charity TX or This Is A Conversation Starter and start those important conversations with a Larry shirt or cap. And finally... Support the guys who keep us clothed, otherwise we'd be sitting around in the skin. Smashing fibers, lightweight, easy breathe, active wear, or everyday casuals. You'll struggle to find a better fit anywhere. And right now, all teas and tanks are only $10. No code, no excuses. Visit smashingfibers.com.au right this second while you're listening to us have a dirty old yarn. That's Dad's Corner. And while we're talking about Smashing Fibers ten dollar tees, um, I had a chat with Matt this week mm-hmm. from Smashing Fibers, and he doesn't have that many left. So if you are looking for a ten dollar tee in a bargain um, for a workout training top, get into it early because he's running out. Um, our first run of Shit Dad podcast tees are also Smashing Fibers material, mm-hmm. so. Uh, get the good ones while we've got them uh, and they will be $30 for a Shit Dad Podcast t-shirt um, and you can get in touch with us at Shit Dad Pod on Instagram to make an order uh, we haven't got anything official yet so <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to figure it just out as we I go. Want a shirt. just say I want a shirt and what, what size you are we've already had a couple of messages yep. for uh, what sizes they want but so Get involved uh, at Shit Dad Pod on Instagram, Shit Dad Podcast on Facebook because we can't use I in shit. Uh, thanks, Zuck. And also the Shit Dad Share Line, 07 30 40 95 45. If you want to be like Milky, the white wizard from the West, get involved and leave us a message on the Shit Dad Share Line. We absolutely froth for them. Love, so. love hearing your voices as well. And definitely, and finally, uh, our major new major sponsors, thanks to Black Property Group. Uh, they've officially come on board this week, the Shit Dad podcast community. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited about that. And and his team from Black Property are going to be um, getting involved as much as we can get them involved. Um, so if you are looking for a sale or buying in the Brisbane area or you just want an appraisal, get in touch with Ant from Black Property Group ASAP. Let's right. get on with the show. Let's do it. So you mentioned up front we're going to be chatting tonight around kind of that transition from really young babies the yep. first from that first year into the second and up into the terrible twos. Um, very different types of challenges yep. um, depending on how many kids you've got, all of those things. Um, and as we like to talk about on the podcast, the different stages you go through. Now, you're, you're kind of out of all those stages mm. at the moment. Um, I'm only just... Getting into them. Yeah, kind of like in the middle zone. So, yep. um, But even as we were talking about it, it feels like every time you pass a milestone, I don't know about you, just I just erase it from my memory. Oh, it's dump information dump. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, okay, done, move on to the next challenge or it's, the next It's thing. like any study you've ever done in your <laughs> life. It's just like once you get that pass or that C minus, it's game over. Yeah, yeah. I'll forget it forever. The day after the exam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, everyone sort of says that the terrible twos are unbearable. And then you get the uh the sort of I'm not going to say no at all but the, the parents who are just like no nah, well twos were fine threes are worse and then you get the parents who are like no nah, threes are easy fours are fucked yeah. <laughs> it's just like but it's so 
the, the second year you're sort of reaping the reaping what you sow in the first year, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we sort of see changes in um, independence. They're starting to talk, adjusting to having siblings, um, toilet training, all that sort of stuff. Uh, we're going to cover all that shortly, um, but we also want to talk a few. Uh, we'll keep it light with a few, um, bit, a few bits of dad advice. So we put the, the word out to the community uh, for some dad advice, but wrong answers only. So we had a bit of fun with. that. <laughs> I was going to share because obviously I missed last week. I really enjoyed the uh, the wrong answers only. Yeah. Um, is that what you asked the uh, the community yeah, for? For okay. wrong answers. Yeah. Because I saw some some uh, some pretty horrendous yeah, things advice. come through. I was like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> So, yeah, next week we'll obviously, if you can uh, catch on, first, last week we spoke one, this week we're talking two. So next week we're talking the three nages. So if you do have any dad advice, um, wrong answers only, get in touch with us as soon as you can because we love that gear. But let's talk about how independence changes. Independence. So I had a bit of a They start think. getting some. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I had a bit of a thing about this and, um, you know, it's different when your child is just learning how to walk and talk and, you know, Anything they do is amazing. <laughs> this is the stage, I guess, when you, when they've got that independent edge, it's a bit of a double-edged sword because you want them to be doing that thing or dressing themselves or feeding themselves, all those types of things. Um, but the, they also get that attitude and that um, that uh, uh, ability to kind of push back on you as well. So yep. it's all about they always say, no, let me do it. I don't want any help or anything like that. I love that, Cam, but I really also don't like that they don't realise how much of a fuck-up they are when they do it. Like, how good is it to see your kid wanting to do stuff and wanting to be independent but then seeing them put milk in their cereal and lose a a litre of milk on the bench and you're like, fuck, mate, I just bought a carton. Or just like, I just want to drink from a cup. You're like, you can't. Yeah, I just dressed you. You can't. You're going to tip it over yourself. I told you. I I was right. I was right. (laughs) Oh god, that's yeah. uh, that's some wrong answer only advice. I reckon <laughs> tell your kids you're right all the time. They love it and they actually listen. I think that's why my kids are so stubborn because I am. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon at this stage, don't even think about getting them dressed. Don't even think about trying to feed them. Don't even think about trying to help them go to the toilet. They, they'll just tell you to get fucked yeah. <laughs> in their little baby language. Yeah. So at the end of the day, do we just go with it? I think, like you were saying, if, if as slow as they are or as annoying as they are with it, that's that's their time when they're actually figuring out how to do it, right? Yeah. So you kind of have to just go with the flow and let them do it. Easier said than done. Oh, 100%. Like if you're trying to get out the door, trying to get to daycare yeah. and go to work and that kind of thing and your, your little kid's just, I'm going to put my shoes on. You're like, wrong feet. Yeah. Okay. Still the wrong feet. Mystery does that every day. Oh, fuck, give it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So at the end of the day, do we just we just have to wear it like they wear their cereal yeah. when they're trying to feed themselves? I'd say so. I think yeah. that's probably the best approach. Okay, cool. To a, to a certain degree. All right. And then you can take over. <laughs> take over? All right. Because I'm the same as you. I'm, I get to the point where I'm just like, nah, give it here. This is pissing me off. I'm going to put Depends my head through a wall. circumstances. Like, yeah. you know, in the backyard, if I'm raking up, leaves under a tree and my son's yeah. like I want to do it you know, comes and gets his little rake that's fucking cute yeah but if it's you know if it's time sensitive exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. with you because my little girl uh, Miss Three she sort of did the independence thing at dinner last night and she was like I'm going to eat on the, on the mat and watch TV I'm like well, no you're sitting at the table like everyone yeah. else no nah, I'm doing it I'm I've already picked my plate up you can't stop me so she's gone and sat down cups on the thing I've gone the angry dad and gone no you're sitting at the table picked up the the plate and the cup and slammed it back on the table and she's just thrown like she is just swiped the plate (laughs) and it's got on the ground and i'm like (gasps) oh dear and she's like it's okay daddy i'll clean it up i'm sitting there going you fucking better (laughs) to myself and she's gone and got the broom and she's just made it worse like she's (laughs) just gone to sweep it up and it's gone it's made it worse it's like now it's gone from like a, a plate on the floor to like two meters squared of shit everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's when I'm just like letting it go, but quietly wanting to punch a wall. We had the exact same thing this week. Um, Zach demands a certain type of bowl, but he has to choose. <laughs> so I get his breakfast in the morning. Not that bowl. <laughs> All right, what bowl do you want? Uh, this one. Okay, put it in. He's like, no, not that one. And then eventually he gets his Paw Patrol bowl. Yeah, it's only one of them. Um, all right, here you go. For some reason or other, he wasn't happy, threw it, and we broke it. 
Like, oh, oh, oh. Here you go, mate. You're broken. Now you can never have that again. They don't understand that. No. They're just like, give me the bowl. I want the bowl. Yeah. So sometimes those tantrums are unavoidable. There's yeah. no logic behind any no. of it. And I, I had some bad, speaking of bad dad advice, I had some bad dad advice once from a friend. You're saying if you're kind of one and a half, 18 month, two year old is throwing a tantrum, just film them on your phone and then show it to them and it'll make them realize how silly they look. But if you actually try and do that, that just makes it even worse because they're like, stop filming. <laughs> I agree and disagree with that because yeah, yeah. I've done it with the older kids. So the yeah, definitely doesn't work with the young kids. They're just like, they go from meltdown to atomic bomb. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. But I did it with my five-year-old. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you a teacher. Don't do it. But then he stops. Yeah. Like he just genuinely just stops and he sits there sucking his thumb with a, like an angry look on his face, like death staring at it. And I'm like, well, at least he's quiet. It Fuck works, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe because they understand how it actually yeah. works. Yeah. Definitely. So let's talk talking. Mm. They start to talk. Mm. What's your experience in the talking stage with uh, little Zachy? It's, well, for both of them, it starts off as this awesome, just really cute thing. Mm. Um, because generally the first things they're saying are mummy, daddy, you know, siblings' names. Hearing hearing, hearing my son say his sister's name for the first time is so cute. Yeah. So cute. And then they go through all the members of the family and they get there. Um, I can't really see many downsides of it. Mm. They can tell you how they're feeling or what they want as opposed to just pointing and grunting. Yeah. Um, so you get that communication. Um as mentioned, it's, it's it's super cute. I guess uh, the only thing that's downside is when they start repeating after you, like swearing, like mm. we've spoken about more lots of times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't seem to happen, at least in my experience, until maybe they're more three. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. That's I, I, I sort of want to save all this for next week, but at yeah. the same time, like I think my daughter said her first swear word. Like it's really cute too when she says it. It's <laughs> yeah. like a bad swear word, but she's like, it's really fucking cute yeah. and funny when she says it. Yeah, and their voices are so. I oh, know. She's like, pitched fuck. <laughs> when she's angry, she says it in context, yeah. and we're like, no, that's not what you say. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get a bit more into that this week. I sort of wanted to take it from a different stance. So um, we had an experience with Mister Seven mm. um, when he was in his late twos, and he was like a sort of a late talker so you know two two and a half they're sort of saying words and then they sort of stringing mm. sentences together by the time they're three-ish yeah. um he wasn't he was like getting towards three and not really talking yeah. and we were just like what is going on because we did the hearing test when he was born and yeah. everything was legit yeah everything was fine and then um we took him to the gp we were a bit worried about it and the GP gave us a referral to an ENT. He's like, oh, it could have something to do with the, the tonsils or adenoids or something. Mm. Got at the ENT and he's like, far out, they're huge. Take them out. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, um, so one affect their, their speech. Yeah. Well, we didn't realise that that's what it was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you've got a late speaker, they, at least take them to the doctors and be like, can you have a look at that, the, the tonsils or whatever? Because that could just be an option, you know? I suppose it's no different from... Walking, walking, mm. and talking generally start to happen around the same time, but every kid's different with how fast they do it. Yeah, some are about 11, 12 months. Yeah, uh, others, you know, we've had we've had friends. The uh, kids don't, yeah, walk or talk till eighteen months, even two years. You know, so yeah, it would it would be a little bit more concerning. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but if you're seeing all your friends' kids, you know, mothers' groups' kids, mm. you know, advancing a bit more quickly. Um, yeah, so your your advice to people is what if they're a little bit more delayed, just maybe like wait a, wait a little while. Yeah, like then- yeah, sometimes they're, they're going to take a, a bit longer than the average kid and we found out that the hard way, but it might not be that ad noise. They just might be a slow developer yeah. and that's not a big deal anyway. So, yeah. yeah, just leave it as long as you can and then just if you're really worried, then see the GP. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Funny story though. We had um, – so Mr. Five was four months old at the time when he had his tonsils out. Four months. Sorry, when Mr. Seven oh, had his tonsils sorry, yes. out. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> wife stayed in hospital with Mr. Seven. Yeah. The, and uh, I had the, the four-month-old at home and I was just – I've never known fear like it. I was like, I don't have tits. <laughs> How am I going to feed this thing? We had <laughs> bottles, obviously, but he was so used to breastfeeding that it was like, <laughs> what if he just doesn't want a bottle? Yeah. This sucks. I hate this. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, we ended up just being like, – cried for mummy obviously yeah and i was just like what do i do and I, I didn't nurse him obviously but i was like all i could do was go i took my shirt off 
and just cuddled him. And that was sort of, that was sort of enough. Skin. The skin yeah, to skin yeah, was enough. Yeah. But I was just like having a Peter Griffin moment with, <laughs> with Stewie, how he just like goes to feed him. I was like, no, don't do that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like Maddie Acton. We wish yeah. to do that. Give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't there. work. Yeah, thinking about it, maybe don't do that one. <laughs> um, yes, we touched on it, adjusting to siblings. Yeah. So this is an age where parents often go in and try and then have the second kid. Yeah. Or uh, if they've already got one, um, you know, or got a middle one, you know, start to kind of navigate that that kind of world of an older and a younger sibling as well. Yeah, because a lot of our friends and a lot of people we know with kids have that um, sort of eighteen to twenty four month break in between, yep. or the age gap between the kids, and somehow all of a sudden you've got this two year old, two to three year old kid and a newborn, and you're like, oh shit. Yep. Now, where I couldn't take my eye off the three year old for. 10 seconds now I can't even take it off them for two mm. because there's a little kid that they could smother at the same time and you're like it's, oh that's God. it hey and they, they smother them with love generally <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so they're so in love with their new sibling that they're just they're just too affectionate yeah and like Mr. Five oh sorry I'm just gonna say O and A so O is Mr. Seven and A is um sorry X is Mr. Five so when X was a newborn baby O was like so in love with him that he just smothered him and like he'd try and like roll him over and go come on on your tummy on yep. your tummy and um yeah it, it was to the point where we couldn't leave him like because we got a pretty open area room yeah uh living area and he couldn't even go from the mat to the kitchen because he's just like oh he just he'd jump on him <laughs> like he'd just want to cuddle him and shit and yeah. he's like oh my god stay away from the kid and, like, he'd try and feed him biscuits and grapes and shit. And he's just like, oh, my God, keep your food to yourself. He just wants milk. It's, it's, it's a bit scary. We um, had the same kind of experience. However, um, Harper was literally obsessed with um, Zach's eyes. So oh, she yeah. was always trying to poke him in the eye or yeah. just, you know, show him, show him love. That was the most affectionate way. She just you know, had this almost doll-like thing. <laughs> Only really makes a lot of noise, does some shits, yeah. and then she can poke it in the eye, and that was Love just it. the go-to. So I don't know why that was the case. It's um, like my boys when they go past the um, the fish shop at North Lakes. Yeah. They just like go to the the ice buckets with the de- the dead fish in them, and they're like squid, they? stick <laughs> their fingers in the eyes. No, stop! Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking forty dollar fish! I'm not buying it. Get away from it. Anyway, oh, s- oh, speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of terrible twos as well, um, at this wedding on the weekend, um, Zach was. This close to sticking his finger in the wedding cake. Oh yeah, <laughs> climbing up because they had a full-on oh my dessert God. table, donuts, yeah, and, nice. and brownies, and the wedding cake in the middle. And he found this little spot where he could climb on a chair, and he was you know seconds away from oh shoving God. his hand in it. So um, they had to know. Be quick. They had to know that was a possibility with oh, a kid-friendly yeah. wedding. Yeah. Surely, yeah. yeah, I think so. Cool, that's good. Um, but yeah, siblings is an interesting one. Um, there's nothing that can really prepare you for it. Like you said, you've got to be vigilant, keep mm. an eye on them. You also don't know how they're going to react. Now, I've also heard stories from friends around kids who, um, you know, aren't as affectionate and, and in fact are actually trying to hurt the little baby as well. Oh, so wow. um, it can be a full spectrum of, of experiences and, and some of those kids can, you know, th- throw tantrums to get more uh, attention. Yeah, wow. you know, it's a big life change for them It is big, well. yeah. Um, but I yeah I kind of couldn't imagine going from even the what was it like having um, the third come along as mm. well. Well, the two boys were just so involved in each other's lives; they were just so tight that they didn't really worry about the like. Mister Five's always been really close to Miss Three. Yeah, but they've the boys were always just so in each other's pockets all day that they just didn't even care. Got <laughs> it's like a distraction. Quick cuddle every now and then. That was it. Like yeah, they yeah. never tried to annoy her while she was having tummy time or anything like that or yeah. feed or anything so that was yeah, good right. okay um now uh i think it's time for a little bit of second year dad advice so we'll, do you want to mm. go through some of the more serious stuff before we get into the bad dad advice yeah i reckon toilet training okay yeah well let's go through that do you reckon what do you think about toilet training i i just sort of got, i got one thing to touch on with that and yep. it's my bit of dad advice is give them a week in the summer holidays at some point, sort of just try, if you can time it like that. Yeah. A week when it's warm weather where you just let them run around naked yeah. everywhere and let them sort of get the feeling of going to the toilet. You do the usual chuck them on the toilet every half an hour for, okay, sit on the toilet, to- yeah. toilet time. But when you, um, you just have to prepare yourself for 
just random shits in random places because we copped a few. It was like Mr. Five dropped the juice on the, the trampoline. Yeah. Uh, yep. So that was pretty fun. <laughs> that was a fun clean-up job. Imagine if they jumped on it. Yeah, well, it could have sm- gone full smush like <laughs> waffle stomp through the trampoline. But I think my f- I'm just really glad that it wasn't a voolie. Yeah. Because that's one thing that I could – the the only downfall to a Vuli trampoline would be if a kid shit in it <laughs> because the it would be a scoop-up job and the water would just pool and it oh. wouldn't go anywhere. I don't know. I just – Vuli, get in touch if you, if you if you have any listeners. How would you clean a shit off your trampoline? <laughs> I'm sure they've been asked the question. <laughs> um, that's good. That's good advice. Because um, we've just started, as I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, mm. with Zach, and I don't know what it was. I think we were a bit naive. We'd kind of forgotten how we should approach it. Yeah. We did. I think we did a week of it, and then we were like, "Oh, let's just." stop and have a break but that is terrible a terrible thing to do if you're going to do it you just rip the bandaid off that's bad dad and boss. you're all in yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so we finally kind of bit the bullet this weekend and got back into it um daycare uh, my, my advice around that would be daycare is very helpful as well because they're so used to it and they're so used to kids coming in learning how to do it they they can ask them they can have accidents anyway so, um, you know, lean on them to help you through those weeks uh, and, and, and doing all that training. Um, <laughs> two more ones. One, it was we've, we, use, we did it for the first and then we're doing it for Zach now where we use uh, gummy bears or M&M minis, just some little kind of reward every time, at least at the beginning. Every yeah. time they go to the toilet, on the toilet or on the potty, they just get a little uh, lolly. Awesome. Um, and that seems to work pretty well because they know that. So, okay, it's a good little yeah. reward for them. And that we have it um, positioned in the bathroom up high where they can see it but can't touch it. Yeah, so cool. They, you know, he can he can see that. Although the issue now is every time he goes to the toilet, Harper wants a gummy bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've had that mistake too. Um, but it works. My last one would be around undies. Just buy a shitload and be willing to just chuck, chuck them. them. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's not worth the cleaner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've had some bad explosions in the last probably six months where yeah. you're just like nah I'm almost ready to throw the pants out too yeah. like <laughs> pyjamas yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we had a lazy pooer yeah a lazy toileter and he would wait he knew he needed to go and he'd hold it in all day until he got the nappy on and then oh. he's like you clean it up oh that's a power move that's <laughs> like he went full alpha on us and yeah. we, was, we didn't realise at the time we were just like this is bullshit rah, rah, stop pooing in your nappy you gotta go to the toilet and we sort of sat back and we are like this kid's smart. <laughs> he, he's way smarter than we're giving him credit for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Hold off putting the nappy on for as long as you can. We let him go to sleep first. Yeah. 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 And then obviously they're, they're hard to wake up when they're that age. Yeah. So you just go throw a nappy on them. Yeah. It's funny. You can like throw them around. Yeah. When they're asleep. Yeah. yeah. Not and literally, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but you, like I, even with Miss Three, you're like, you lift her up, lift her legs up off her bed. So she's like, it's literally all back and head yep. on the on the bed. Doesn't and you put like the nappy that. on and everything doesn't doesn't stir. It's yep. crazy. Once once they are finally asleep. Once they're asleep, yeah. and that's when you know they're not faking anymore because you can put a nappy on. No <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. The next level will be like the next level smarts will be when she fakes it. Yeah. Or yeah, <laughs> if they fake it while you're putting the nappy on and they're pretending to be asleep, and then all of a sudden they come in and go. <laughs> <laughs> Clean it. Or poo ninja. <laughs> Jerks. A um, couple more bits of advice from me, dad advice, especially uh, especially for dads. If, you, uh, if you've gone through that first year, your partner might have gone back to work, um, which can be a tough time for them as well, yeah. readjusting to part-time work, trying to work again, um, balance that with kind of parenthood. Um, you're probably going to pick up a lot of the daycare drop-offs mm. you know, be sharing that kind of thing yeah um, yep yep you're basically trying to share as much as possible and yep. I'm not talking about this as a, from a point of authority because you know we go through ebbs and flows yeah um, but definitely I'd say learn how to be just a master at the at the daycare you know getting ready and drop off in the morning yeah if, if that's something you can own on your way to work just one less thing for your partner to have to worry about and stress about when they're trying to just sort their own, you know, workout as well. Definitely. And I've found as well, like I'm home, but daycare is on the way to my, to my wife's work. So I find myself a lot of the time saying, what, can't you just like drop her off, go to work and then pick her up on the way home? Yeah. But that adds a little bit extra stress. Like she has to get away from work 
like bang on time. So she, and like I've picked the boys up from school and I'm sitting at home when I could be a, a good dude and mm. just go to daycare, which is only less than 10 minutes up the road and pick the little one up yeah. and come home and take the stress off her. So yeah, totally agree with that. Take as much stress off them as possible. Yeah. Now I've got some um, some really some good shoe. So I put it out to the to the masses um, about dad vice bad. Sorry, wrong answers only. Now we've got some really good ones. I started started with two just to get the the juices flowing. So I would say let them feed themselves; they won't make a mess. Let them dress themselves because they won't end up wearing half a costume with swimming togs and a fucking tea towel around the head. Um, Brad said the more sugar the better and you should teach them to fetch your beers um, as soon as they start walking. And then there was an extra comment to that one and it was, yeah, the neighbour's beers (laughs) from someone else. Um, Someone else said argue back, it makes them stronger. And Simon says it only lasts a couple of months. Um, there's been some really good stuff. So I'm sort of one word for Nergen when they're sleeping and they can't be assholes. That's really good advice. Um, you think the twos are terrible, threes are worse. Well, we're going to visit that next week. So we'll hopefully we get a heap of shit dattery that week. Um, don't worry, you won't remember that year anyway. <laughs> some extra That's exactly stuff. what we're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's some... I'm just gonna throw this out here. We got red red frogs cure anything. Um, the more what's this one? A drunk two year old is much easier to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> yep, terrible advice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. I'm glad we've got the wrong answers only um, segment. <laughs> this is good. Uh, just trick them into going into the backyard to cry it out. The occasional spray with the hose if they escalate too much. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, yeah. Mine was a three-nager, not terrible to extra, extra, extra. Yep, you can come back to us next week because we're going to have some fun with that. We had another one on Instagram from Morgan who said, um, know how to smack their head against the wall without damaging the wall. <laughs> so, I still haven't mastered that. Yeah. Uh, we got feed them chocolate. Um, give, they, give them what they want to avoid a tantrum. If they get tired and grumpy, a small glass of Red Bull will perk them up while you finish your meal at the restaurant. Um, go out and leave mum at home. What could go wrong? Wow. So that's some sick advice from the masses. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bad dad advice. Yes. No, thank you, everyone, for sending some stuff in. Um, it's an interesting time, I'd say, the terrible twos, but like they say terrible for a reason, but it's just like any other age where it's – it's exciting to see them growing and yeah. advancing, uh, but with that comes those extra challenges. Definitely. So. Do you know some things that dads should be able to do in the second year? What? Cook dinner and simultaneously do toilet training without cross-contamination. Ooh, yep. And have dad voice firmly down pat and mm. effective. So by the second birthday, you yeah. reckon? Yeah. If they don't understand when your dad voice comes out that you, they've done something wrong, you're not doing dad voice enough mm. or effectively enough. Yep. So you kind of pra- start practicing from you know from the first birthday to the second. Yeah, well, when, like when they first start pushing the line, towing the line, like yeah. sticking the tongue out, or like copying their siblings when they know that that's the wrong thing, you can start stomping that out pretty quick, or at least know, letting them know that you're not stupid mm. and they, you know that they're being a jerk. <laughs> Dad hacks. Um, you should have started building your daddy dinners arsenal by now. I don't know if this is a dad hack, but this was one from me. You should have. At least be cooking the dinner for the uh, you, the missus and the kids a bit by now, by the second birthday. Um, and I would say you need to have if you if you've got a got Instagram mm-hmm. or you've got you're half savvy on the phone. If you find a recipe, bookmark it in your and have like your own little folder set up in your bookmarks for food yeah, ideas. Nice one. So yeah. that when you're planning out your um, and same thing on Instagram. So when you're planning out your weekly shopping list, you can sort of go, oh yeah, that worked. All good. Yep. Delete that one. That was shit. And you just cycle through that way. Is that uh, because it's not okay for parents to eat plain pasta and nuggets? I mean, it's that's cool. <laughs> but you still, <laughs> as long as it's on a, on a jaffle. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> 
I think at least three nights a week we should be feeding our kids something. We're, if we've learned anything from the shit daddery on the shit dad podcast, yeah. from the guests we've had on, we should probably three nights a week. I think's a good number to be feeding them decent food. Yeah. yeah. Um, but every other night, jaffles or toasties is legit. And, and it's tough. It's, easy. it's tough. We're at the stage where with Zach, every dinner we put something in front of him, no matter what it is, no yeah. matter if he's had it before, how basic it is, how complicated. I don't want that. Mm. Every single time, yeah, and then you're like, you've eaten, you you love this, yeah. or you you actually requested this today, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then so, they they end up eating it, yeah, because exactly. they're just jerks, yeah. yeah. Um, we've got one from Scotty, a Scotty friend of the show, a holiday dad hack, but I want to just touch on another one I wrote down first. Reward charts are god. Oh yep. So like you said with your little um, treat when he does a poo, mm-hmm. poos eating, I would say basically just reward them for sustaining life anything that takes the pressure off you that you'd normally argue with a kid about um reward them for it or have a stamp like oh my god you ate all your dinner stamp yeah and just have the yeah stickers whatever have the dumbest fucking toy you can think of but they're in their eyes they're getting a they're getting a toy and they're getting rewarded for just being a human but yeah, that's that's my dad. That's, that's a good one because then I think as they get older and if they have chores and things, yeah. it's less about the reward itself. It's more around the acknowledgement of yeah, you know, positive behavior, positive reinforcement, yeah. that kind of thing. And it could it doesn't have to be something you have to buy. It could just be something. All right, we're going to go to the um, go for a scooter ride, like go for a bike ride at, on Friday, Arvo, or something. Yeah. You get tuck shop yeah. on Friday, whatever. But you don't have to do it for long. We only did it for like a month, and they, well, for the boys anyway. The, Anyway, Scotty with the holiday dad hack. This one's really good. Friend so, of the pod, Scott. Yeah, friend of the show, Pod. Wait, friend of the <laughs> <laughs> friend of the show, Scott. Um, so you know the baby gates. Mm-hmm. So have like two sections of baby gates, a heap of zip ties for the middle. So tie them up in the middle, and then the extendable bits that push against the wall and screw in yes. against the wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do that where the patio starts. So open the double doors out. Oh. Or like do it just inside the double doors. So when you open the double doors to your balcony, yeah, the kid can't go out, but you can step over and have your morning coffee oh. and just sit at the table while talking and interacting with your kid. Yeah, yeah. So he's can obviously still trying see to see outside yeah. and have it, the doors open. Yeah. but yeah, it's like a zoo. You can yeah. they can see outside and enjoy the scenery. But I'm stuck. all about caging the kid. I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. That's a that's a good one. Um, because I think even if you have some of those set up, you can move them around the house or yep. move them to different zones and yeah. sections. Yeah. So when you finally get rid of your baby gate, keep a couple of sections yeah. for holidays. Yeah, yeah, good. Or one. the office because you don't want them screwing with the office. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was thinking when we were playing that music at the start, I'm pretty sure we paid for a year to, to have the copyright to that song and that's definitely lapsed now. Has it? <laughs> oh, shit. We're paying some kind of like, oh, song. <laughs> without, oh. Well, we get, we're getting it without having paid for it. So right. we should probably uh, look at that again. Or Shh. we just get a new song. Don't tell people that. <laughs> we want to be dodgy on the down low. <laughs> we can we can bring in bring back the Dad Boys theme song. Dad Boys, Dad Boys. Yeah, I do like that. That's good. Let's do that. Um, that's our chat on uh, the first year to the Terrible Twos. Mm. I hope anyone got some shit dattery out of it and I hope you had a little chuckle as well. Uh, but now it's time to really ramp it up with um, some absolute bullshittery or shit dattery. Let's go with shit bullshit. dattery. It's bullshit. Shit bull dattery. Yeah, I like it. Get ready to hear about the sports you love most from a guy who doesn't love sport as much as you. It's the Shit Dad Sports Wrap. With me, Cam. (laughs) I can't help but laugh at that. It's my own voice, but far out. It's so shit. Sports Wrap. Haven't done this in a little while, but... We thought since it's been a ripper weekend of sports that's just happened. All the sports. And a ripper weekend to come. Yep. We're entering, we're, we're starting to enter spring carnival season. Yeah. It's all love, kicking off. Love the ponies. Um, so you want me to read these? I haven't yeah, seen, I think I haven't so. seen them. Yeah, yeah, cool. Excellent. Let's do that. All right. AFL Grand Final, the Geelong Cats 
treated the swans like they would any actual cat owner, walked past them like they didn't exist, and basically acted like they're above them. And they were triumphing in the big dance by 81 points. Absolutely towed them up. Wow. And it was so good to watch as a neutral as well. I didn't care who won, but yep. I tipped. I had, thank God for the Punters Club, uh, Geelong 40 plus. Oh. So that was good. Nice. Um, I just think the cats just treated them like they didn't even they didn't even have to get out of second gear really. Yeah. They just it just went they went to town on them from the first quarter and by quarter time you're thinking this is like watching a cat parade itself past its owner. That's why I, yeah. yeah, they just treated them with such disdain <laughs> and like this one turn the nose up at it like what are you and like So from the first quarter you just could tell it was going to be a white wolf. Yeah. Yeah. They just didn't stop. How does that happen in those grand finals where, I don't know, I've, I remember there was one a few years ago where there was like a points difference. Mm. Oh, no, sorry, it was a draw. I remember it was a draw and they had to redo it a, a week later. That's right, yeah. And then that was a pantsing, that that second yeah. one. How, how would you feel if you'd organised to go fly to the MCG, fly to Melbourne, you know, get all excited and then it's just a whitewash? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know how the mentality works because I'm not an elite sportsman, but um, one of the boys said something interesting that – like seven of the last ten have been of a quite a large margin. The yeah, last right. the GF. So the best team in the comp obviously have won mm. most of them. They won it by like the Cats yeah. won the whole. Yeah, so they won the premiership. Season, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I I don't follow AFL close enough to know the ins and outs. I, I do know that they had an aging team mm. um, and everyone was sort of giving them shit about it at the start of the season and then they've just pantsed everyone. So. So they the won't cats. do well next season because these people have all retired. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like it, it's hard to say what happens in the um, the draft, and you just yeah, it's it is really hard to say. Mm. Yeah, I I put obviously unbiased opinion the Lions for the the GF next yeah, year. Yeah, love it. They were only one step away this yeah, year, but then they got well. pants by Geelong as well. So yeah, uh, yeah no, that's all I got on that. All right, so from AFL into NRL, the Panthers roar and the Eels say, is that right? Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> Eels slip past the cows, cows, cowboys, yep. after a major turnaround from a bottom three finish last year by the boys from the bush, Panthers skin and stew the boiled bunnies. Wow. Uh, no, I actually watched, uh, I actually watched the uh, Eels and Cowboys game. Would yep. you believe it? Wow. Yeah. Sports. Yes. Did you have your sport shorts on? Um, certainly. Cool. Um, my Spowitz show it. Um, <laughs> but I was watching it with my father-in-law and he's an avid eel supporter. Love it. And I saw another side of him um, and I think his, his wife did as well. Normally he would be watching either alone or with mates and every single, every, t- every time the Cowboys touched the ball, he just said, you cheating bastards <laughs> oh you fucking zebras yeah. <laughs> as milky would say filthy cheating bastards oh wow um so yeah no he was getting right into it so eels and uh eels and panthers this yep. weekend it's gonna be awesome i must Sunday. say though um i don't i haven't really watched much sports with my kids sports mm. um but the boys watched the afl gf with me last weekend oh, yeah, nice. before work it was sick i like it yeah didn't see it coming at all mm. and yeah but obviously, footy's on a bit too late for that. But um, mm. oh, what time's the GF on? Four. Oh, cool. Two, three, four ish. Ish. Yeah. Mid afternoon. Yeah. Is it and prime it's time a, for a kid? It's a, a long weekend public holiday as well. So. <laughs> Could be. I get four days off a week, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, here he goes. <laughs> bloody fiery. Uh, and then finally, Roger Federer retires. Now this is huge. Mm. So we held onto world class, neutral, watchable tennis for twenty five years. But at the click of fingers, tennis turned into influencer-driven, immature, overhyped player, glorified outdoor ping pong. <laughs> You're a wordsmith, mate. <laughs> so I just love listening to you read this shit. It's great. Is he the last gentleman of tennis or is that Nadal? Is Nadal still going? He is. Is he? Yeah. He might just be the last one. There you go. Because Jocker sort of lost his appeal with the, the cold COVID thing <laughs> and the yep. Australian Open. So, Getting um, kicked out of the country. Hmm. I can't really see. Uh, I never, I don't watch enough tennis to know, but all I know is, yeah, he's definitely one of the biggest mm. names, probably the GOAT. I'd say so. Between him and Nadal yeah. constantly. Um, they just dominated for yeah. like 20 years. Yeah. Hectic. A bit like um, Big Serena. That's right. Yeah, it's a bit of, a, bit of an end of an era can't in really the tennis world. Yeah. 
Yeah. You can say Big Sur. Yeah, that's fair. She's big and talented. She's a big unit. Um, but even like the likes of Barty, you know, yeah. reaching her peak and retiring. I it's, can't it's, a funny, it's a funny sport where people, yeah, you get these players, some of them, yeah, paying for 20, 25 years and mm. others a couple of years um, and reaching the peaks. So. Yeah. Want to go out there on you top. Go. And that's the, uh, the Shit Dad Sports Wrap. There we go. I hope you all enjoyed that. Um, next week, we'll no doubt talk about the uh, the grand the NRL grand final. And, Definitely. Um, look, I'm going to watch it. I'm oh, yeah? going to put it out there. I'm going to watch it. Are you going to make your kids watch it too? Yeah, sure. Done. Yep, let's do it. All right. I'll report back on how that all goes. We'll just get it get it lit on the group chat. Yep. And uh, we'll talk all the sports and all the technical stuff about sports. Sounds good. And take notes. <laughs> Shit, that moment of the As always, Shit Dad Moment of the Week is powered by Better Accounting as we're sitting in their office right now uh, in this cosy little front room with the perfect lighting. Um, and we absolutely love Shit Dad Moment of the Week because, yeah, we just get to celebrate our shit daddery. That's right. Now, I think because there's uh, just the two of us tonight, we had to definitely have one tonight. Um, in, in previous weeks, you know, don't, al- don't always have one. But I think given... Given we were at the wedding, uh, we had a pretty uh, pretty decent one this week, uh, or a decent couple, like I said. Zach was at this wedding, um, having a great time, but definitely uh, running amok. You know, he he was basically that kid during the ceremony <laughs> that was yelling and screaming and making noise as they're trying to say their vows and as everyone's trying to listen and actually hear them. Wait a second. When we went glamping the other week, yeah. wasn't everyone banking on the Bentley kids to be those kids? <laughs> oh, probably. Fuck. <laughs> I think now, uh, you know, they've passed the baton down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he rubbed, they rubbed off on Zach. That's right. <laughs> so not only was he trying to shove his fingers in the wedding cake, was he, uh, he was, uh, you know, disrupting the actual, the most important five minutes of the day, really. Yeah. Um, he... When we were at that ceremony as well, he not only was being disruptive himself, but he went up to a little baby. This looked like a newborn. It was only a few months old. His mum was holding it. And she was like, oh, yeah, look, here's my baby. Like, you can say hello. Bad bad mistake. <laughs> Zach went up and squeezed its toes. And the mother just gave him, like, a mortified look. <laughs> um, and then he proceeded to be at the actual, um, you know, after party. He was that kid who got up on stage where there was this guy who was playing guitar running behind him you know sound equipment like this much more shit chords everywhere um, pulling on chords and then he was literally I had to like get up on stage about five times to go and collect him and this guy's playing guitar like what the fuck are you doing oh my god that's sick so yeah it was an, it was an eventful night uh, safe to say that um, you know I spent more time chasing him around than I did you know enjoying myself but it was still a, a good night for, for all Oh, good. So it all worked out in the end. That's right. And they got married, and they got which married. is the most important Beautiful. <laughs> I was like, just stop ruining their wedding. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, when you have a kid's um, – when you when you sort of invite kids to your wedding, you've got to expect that it's not going to go completely without a hitch. Yeah, but I'd say so. So uh, my first shit dad moment – I've got a couple this week. So my first shit dad moment came obviously on recording day. Um Without even knowing. So we, I took the kids down for a scooter ride after you messaged me to say, are you still all right to record tonight? And I was like, oh, fuck. Yep. Yep, let's do this. Um, so, yeah, madly planning while I – so firstly, I took the kids in like while I was fully intending on just sitting there on my phone planning. So um, they were just riding up and down this long street. That I was like, yep, turn around at that point, all good, no dramas. I didn't really – take notice of what was happening behind me like back up the street um, because obviously Mr. Five decided he was above everyone and wanted to do something different. So he's ridden behind me and I was like, yep, he'll turn around in a sec, no worries, madly on my phone going, oh, fuck, yeah, that's not going to work. You know? Turned around and he's like two metres up on like a high-voltage tower, <laughs> like climbing <laughs> up a high-voltage no. tower. And I was like... Oh. Oh like obviously it's, it's barbed wide, so he can't yeah. get any higher than three meters. But I was like, "What are you expecting to get out of this?" Firstly, and secondly, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. A whole wheel of cheese. Climb. <laughs> That's a good time to learn about electricity. <laughs> yeah, so wow. I was a bit worried about that. So we might have the instead of the the birds and the bees, we're going to have the um, I don't know what, what the buzzing and the Z's. I don't know. Done. Sold. <laughs> Um, second shit dad moment was 
while we were doing the garden stuff this week, mm-hmm. um, we were doing a bit of a veggie patch. And from Bunnings, great people, you get uh, these little four packs shout of <laughs> these little four packs of seedlings, and so you take them out one at a time, put them in the hole, all yeah. good. Mister Five again, obviously for some reason, decided I'm going to fuck Dad's day up. <laughs> And like break his little plants off, <laughs> so he starts like snipping these off with his little fingers. Um, and obviously, it's frowned upon to like smack your kid's hand or like yeah, yeah. cut their fingers off and shit. Yeah. So I resorted to same as last week, going down to his level. Yeah. And instead of like breaking something of his, I've made him plant one of the broken ones in his pocket. Because maybe it'll grow with all the bullshit that he's got. <laughs> hey <laughs> I was just like so proud of my own wit. But at the same time, I was like, dude, come on. He doesn't even get it. It's wasted on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wasted. But I still made him walk around with this like <laughs> broken zucchini plant just it shoved in his pocket with some dirt. So. Yeah. You, they, <laughs> Whatever. It's teaching some kind of lesson. Yeah. I want some dirt in their pocket. That's my shit dad moment of the week. I've got one more as well. <laughs> yes. Um, now that now that we're kind of you know uh, my, my daughter's move, getting older you know we've had all this kind of stuff in the house that we no longer really need and we're smaller toys or mm. clothes or whatever um, so we're try- we we're doing a bit of a cull a bit of a rejig of all the different cupboards and you know you just accumulate big plastic things yeah like a big plastic cubby house a bike another bike a trike uh, a quad bike whatever you know a thing a bunch of things on wheels. Um, we actually had we've this uh, Emma Wiggle ballet um, stand and mat. So you stand on it, you do ballet, and it's once you stand on it, it plays music. Was it on wheels? No. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> but it's big and plastic. Yeah. Uh, she hasn't used it in, oh, I'll say, a year about that. And Zach doesn't really give a shit about it. Um, they're kind of out of that wiggle stage, you know. Um, so I go, okay, cool. I'll pop it on like Facebook Marketplace or I'll give it to a friend or something. So I've taken it out, put it put it in the inside garage in our little storage room. Um, and of course, when we're doing something on the weekend, I go in there, she follows me and she comes in. She's like, what's that doing in here? <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, uh, I just got it out of the way. I was just <laughs> in the way. Oh, okay. Um, and But I've messaged a friend who've got a little girl and we said, you know, does she want this? And she loves Emma Wiggle, so she's going to take it. But our issue is Harper's going to know that it's hers because yeah. it's going to just appear there one day and disappear from her house. Yeah. Um, so I was like, do we actually tell her that she's going to share it or just do we just, like, bite the bullet and just take it away? Bin it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even cause the heartache, just bin ah. it. <laughs> oh, that's gold. Yeah. Shit dad moment of the week. Absolutely outstanding. Now, Cam, I wanted to bring some up, something up with you. I've got a little bit of a bone to pick. Sure. Um, it's really serious. You've you've given us all hope with your German beer bike. Oh, yes. It was a major project. Yep. We yep. were all excited to hear its, um, its progress. Yeah. Is there any progress? Slowly, I would say. Cool. So my, uh, I've been dismantling it to, to rebuild it. Cool. And I encountered my first roadblock, which is... I don't really have tools, like good tools, and it's all the roof is rusted on. I need to get the roof off, so I was like, "That's a, that's a problem. I need to like, you know, I've got some friends with tools. I'll yeah. get them to come over and do it. Um, I'll just put this caravan cover on it, and I'll come back to it." it was about four months ago, <laughs> so um, it's definitely you know it's on my list of things to do. You cool. know what it's like. The weekends yep. kind of get taken away from you. You don't have a lot of time. However, it's definitely on my on my list of things to do. The, but the more I think about it, and now that the weather is warming up, I was I was sitting at home the other day, uh, in the sun, and like it's bloody hot already. I couldn't actually imagine at the moment driving that thing around in the peak of summer. So With now cycling, yeah. Yeah. So now I'm actually thinking it might be better to launch it as it starts to cool down after yeah. summer. Yeah. Give myself a few more months. Maybe do a March kind of kickoff or something. Winter beers. Go into winter. Yeah. So that's cool. the new plan. And I, I'd like to say it was all prepared due to the weather, but in reality it was just it's not progressing. <laughs> Too much shit happening. <laughs> I don't have tools. Yeah, that's it. So anyone okay. with tools who can um, get rusted roofs off metal things. Do you see a grinder? Yeah. I got one of them. You want a grinder? No, I need to keep it intact. Oh. Um, it's just, I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it Got out. Got some tradie mates. Nice. They, they always are handy. Yes. Do they wear... 
um, what's that? Um, Workwear? Uh, trademark? Trademark. Yes, yeah, yeah. Of are, course, they, are they all of about course. the trademark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. What about Seismic? Seismic? Seismic Workwear. Yes, yep. Shout out to Simon <laughs> on the Seismic. Um, Survivor <laughs> Simon, going to get him to help me out with all of his tools. All the tools. Does he wear a tool belt? Of course. Oh, good. Have you seen him? Yeah, he's <laughs> he probably doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> all right, that wraps it up. Um, don't forget to give us a shout on Instagram at shitdadpod at gmail.com, shitdadpodcast on Facebook, 07 30 Leave us a message on the shitdad share line. Uh, get in touch with Black Property Group, our major sponsors. Get in and get one of the last $10 tees or tanks from Smashing Fibers. Uh, help support the guys who support us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Cam, do you have any lasting dad advice? Um, that's, that's a good point. Um, I think coming back to toilet training because that is kind of the world that I'm living in at the moment. Yep. Um, if your child uses the potty, don't just leave it and forget about it. Empty it straight away and give it a clean because I've been caught out on that several times this weekend where a little hand goes in the potty oh. and, and then tells me that there's something inside it. Stale poopies? No, I know. Luckily, it's just wheeze, but still. Yeah, gnarly. Yep. The, the sale poopies are eaten by the dog, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to feed the dog. Oh, that's gold. <laughs> Got to feed the dog. <laughs> All right, keep striving to make those relationships with your kids 1% more meaningful every week, dads, whether you take away something from our shit daddery or not. And remember, we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids. Mm-hmm.